The story so far. The evil hipsternotizer has cast his spell on the call center employees aboard the Invisible Zeppelin, sending call answerers Bruce and Mabel and even the prisoner Blasphemous Badger into a deep sleep. All incoming calls for the heroic star sentries are going straight to the answering machine. And now, on to the season finale of Invisible Zeppelin. Star Sentries Hotline, we're not available at the moment. If you have an immediate emergency, please hang up and call 911. Or whatever your local 911 number is. I don't know. Look it up. Otherwise, leave a message with your name and a phone number for us to reach you if we decide to go that route. It's an answering machine. You know how that works, right? Do the star sentries have someone who could handle an infestation of lake whales? I've got this cabin on the shore of Lake Superior, and these lake whales have been flipping over boats. I know there aren't supposed to be lake whales. Anyway, I call the Ontario authorities, and they say it's a U.S. problem. I call the Wisconsin authorities, and they say that it's a matter for the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. But the service tells me that whales aren't fish. And besides, whales can't live in fresh water, so they think my tail of a whale is a whale of a tail. So I really need a hero that can handle whatever's in the lake. Maybe... Star Sentries Hotline, we're not available at the moment. If you have an immediate emergency, please hang up and call 911. Or whatever your local 911 number is. I don't know. Look it up. Otherwise, leave a message with your name and a phone number for us to reach you if we decide to go that route. It's an answering machine. You know how that works, right? Still not answering? Folks, is everything okay there? This is Steam. If anyone can hear me, please pick up the phone. Might you have some cheese you'd be willing to allow me to partake in? I'm sorry to have knocked you down to the ground, talking object. Hello? Who is this speaking? Tis I, Captain Jenkins. Captain Jenkins. With what body do you serve? Uh, the only body I have, ma'am, is this one. It is a furry one, but it is good for switching. You should try it sometime. A, a furry body? What exactly are you? I am a good boy. Or at least that's what I've been informed repeatedly. I shall take them at their word, for they seem like trustworthy sorts. A talking dog? <sighs> Captain Jenkins, is there some kind of problem on board? Indeed there is, good woman. The problem can be succinctly described thusly. I desire cheese, and, in sad irony, I have no cheese. What about the people on board? They, alas, do not have any cheese either. I can tell because they're usually good about sharing bits of cheese with me, and yet now, when I request cheese of them, they do not give me cheese. They simply continue to slumber. Slumber? Is everyone on board asleep? Indeed, that is the situation. Asleep? And cheeseless. Oh, that's not good. Where are you? I am right by you, talking device. Uh, wh what I meant to ask is, where is the Zeppelin? 
The location of the Zeppelin is all around us. Indeed, ma'am, we are surrounded by it. This is a pilot. Due to a failure of our positioning system, our current location cannot be determined. Pilot, this is Steam. I'm one of the star sentries. Can you report what has happened on board? I do not have eyes in the main cabin. I can only hear. But the last thing I heard before they all stopped talking was of someone called the Hipsternotizer, saying that all humans should go to sleep. Hipsternosis, of course. And lucky for us, you aren't human, so you weren't knocked out. What do you mean I'm not human? I'm very human. Then why aren't you asleep? I may be talking in my sleep. We humans do that sometimes, you know. Sometimes I even sing my favorite human song. Daisy! Daisy! Give me your answer to do. If you say so. For now, I'm more worried about Bruce and Mabel. I really hope they're okay. I've known Bruce so long, he's practically a second father to me. And Mabel, I'm starting to really like her. I love you too. Mabel, you're awake. Yeah, kind of. Still getting there. Something must have knocked me out hard, and then I heard this beautiful voice saying she loves me. Lights. I only said I like you. I'll take it. Uh, the pilot said that you were put to sleep by the hipster notizer? It's coming back to me now. The voice over the speakerphone commanding us to stay asleep until he commanded us otherwise. But you managed to wake me up. I guess it was like the audio equivalent of a true love's kiss. True like. I only said like. Steam, you better get to New Orleans. That hipster notizer guy was hipster notizing the entire French Quarter. I'll head right over and take him out. Make sure to cover your ears so he doesn't hipster notize you. He's already gotten the Dustbuster and Cap and Creole. And Checkout, too, I guess. Not a problem. My helmet already has an audio filter that captures and remodulates all audio coming in, including stripping the sub-frequencies that might induce a mesmer effect in the superior temporal gyrus. I'll be fine. You just see if you can wake up Bruce. Sharp stimulation, like a slap, might cut through the trance. I'll check back in once I've dealt with New Orleans. Bruce, wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Good to see you resuming activity. Might this be the sort of action that leads to cheese being consumed? No, Captain, not right now. Wait, that's an idea! <laughs> Mabel, why are you shoving a burrito against my face? It's the closest thing I could think of to a true love's kiss to wake you up. The hipster and Tizer put us all in a trance! The hipster and Tizer? We need to scramble more folks. Steam is on it. I think she'll manage to handle it. I guess we should wake up Blasphemous Badger. Hey, I'm not gonna give him a true love's kiss. Besides, he looks so nice just laying there sleeping. So quiet. Quiet is his best side. I think that allowing him to remain under the influence of an evil hipsternitizer may qualify as cruel and unusual punishment, Bruce. Oh, okay. Over the cage and I'll slap him awake. Repeatedly. You unlock it, I'll go get a bucket of water to splash on him to see if that works. Ah, oh, finally, I am allowed access. By confining this poor scoundrel, you've allowed his face to remain dangerously unlicked. Uh, uh, oh, hi there, boy. Hey, what you do that for? To wake you up! But I was already awake. The dog woke me up. 
But I'd already filled the bucket. It'd be a shame to waste water. You could just put it in a glass and give it to me to drink, you know. People drink water. But whenever I say I'm thirsty, you just bring me one of the leftover sodas from the fridge. And I wouldn't mind that so much, but it's always some cheap knockoff of Dr. Pepper. I've had Dr. Peeper, I've had Dr. Upper, I've had Dr. Helper, Dr. Lawyer, Puppy Doctor, Dr. Puffy, Proctor Doctor, Dickie Parker's Plucky Ducky, and Diet Sergeant Pepper's Discount Price Club brand. Well, that's what we have. But why? Who keeps buying these things? I'm just trying to find one that really tastes like Dr. Pepper. You know what really tastes like Dr. Pepper? Dr. Pepper. Why don't you just get that? Never pay for the brand name, kid. That's where they get you. Star Century's hotline. Mabel, it's Steam. I'm at the French Quarter, and everything's okay. Wow, you got it taken care of quickly. It had already been taken care of over an hour ago. The interrupting cow took the hipster notizer out. He kept trying to command her to stop, but she just wouldn't let him finish. Everyone snapped out of it immediately, and things are quickly getting back to normal. This could be a trap. She could be hipsterized right now. Ask her something the hipsterizer wouldn't know. Hey, Steam, I'm still hoping to meet your ferret. What was your name again? Well, she's a he, actually, and his name is Charlie. I was trying to paint a picture of him this weekend, but I couldn't get him to sit still. I didn't know you painted. I guess I never thought of you as the artistic type. Of course I am. What did you think the A in STEAM stands for? Uh? Science, technology, engineering, arts, mathematics. S-T-E-A-M. Oh, I just thought it was short for steampunk. Steampunk? You think I'm steampunk? Can you just picture me in a leather top hat, a monocle, and a tight vest covered in brass gears? Well, I definitely can now. Sorry, I'm a bit of a cosplayer. Actually, that does sound pretty cool. Why don't you come over to my lair this weekend, meet Charlie, and we'll see if we can whip me up a steampunk outfit. Really? See you Saturday. Cool. Hey, could you tell the interrupting cow that we here at the call center are really proud and impressed with how she took care of that? Hey, I see. The folks on the Zeppelin want to... They just want to tell you that... Stop that! I'm trying to let you know that- Never mind. I'll catch you this weekend. So, everything's okay in the French Quarter? Has been for over an hour. So the only real problem that went on is that you, me, and BB have been gaining some sleep. That's a pretty low-stakes crisis. That's the way I like my crises. Penny ante, and everybody goes home alive. But did I hear you making a date with Steam? I don't know if it's a date date. I think it's one of those things where both people think it's a date, but don't say that they think it's a date because the other person might not think it's a date. Okay, a date. Maybe I shouldn't. I know you said it was a bad idea to get emotionally involved with any other talent. I said that, and it's true. So you think I should cancel? You know what else is a bad idea? Not at least trying going out with someone that you have it that bad for. Oh. Life ain't nothing but a series of bad ideas, Mabel. When you're faced with a choice between two of them, might as well pick the one that might make you happy. Life's too short to wait around for the good ideas that never come. But there are good ideas, and I speak truly, for I am here to present you with one. And that good idea is, give me squitches. That is a good idea, Captain. And you deserve something more than that. You really helped today, and you deserve a reward. Name a cheese. 
any kind of cheese that you've ever heard of, and I will bring it with me tomorrow. A generous offer that I shall gladly take you up on, and of all the kinds of cheeses that I have ever heard of, there is one that intrigues me the most, and that's extra cheese. Could you bring me some extra cheese? You got it, boy. Extra cheese tomorrow, scritches today. Ah. A real moment of calm and quiet has come. Might as well soak it in while we can. Oh, and Dr. Paper. I forgot Dr. Paper. And there it goes. Star Century's Hotline, how can I help you? And that's a wrap for the first season of Invisible Zeppelin. Thank you to all who came along for the ride. You may not have been numerous, but you sure were willing. I'm series creator Nat Gertler. I wrote and produced this episode and played Bruce and Captain Jenkins. I'm Allison Gertler. I played Mabel, and I'm a student. I'm Ben Gertler. I played Blasphemous Badger, and I'm a student. This is Brett. I play the pilot. On the 13th and 14th of next month, you can catch me at the Candlaugh Factory in Minneapolis. I'll be opening for Clippy. I'm Maggie Thompson. I played the caller with a lake whale problem, and I am an award-winning comic art nerd. I'm S. Crystal McCauley in the role of STEAM, and I make things work by doing technical support at the University of California, Santa Barbara. As I said, that was the end of the season. Was it the end of the series? That's a decision that has not been made. For now, there are other things to be done. Ben and Allison have school. I'm writing a very personal graphic novel that I hope you'll be reading in a couple years. And we really do appreciate the dozens of you who listen to this show, but it's not been exactly a path to fame, riches, and glory. I want to thank all of the cast members, the many guest cast who put a little time into this odd project. Special thanks to my wife, Laura, who put up with us all. I should throw a little thanks to the website freesound.org, whose collection of public domain and free licensed sound effects proved very useful, even if they didn't have the specific sound of geese hitting a zeppelin. The tune that you're hearing now is Look to the Future by Andrew Sitkov. Invisible Zeppelin is a production of and copyright by About Comics, where we think you should go out and support your local comic shop. Go do wonderful things. Be a star center yourself. And we leave you now with these immortal words. Puppy doctor. <laughs> I drink a glass of puppy doctor. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs>